0: This podcast is part of the ACAST Creator Network.
2: Go to Blue
1: Nile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get fifty dollars off your purchase of five hundred dollars or more. That's code LISTEN at Blue Nile.com for fifty dollars off your purchase. Blue Nile.com, code LISTEN.
0: Hello and welcome to the stand with Eamon Dunphy. Now it's been fascinating. Weekend football, two FA Cup semi-finals, of course. Manchester City beat Sheffield United comfortably, resting, I have to say, a number of their very top players, but they won comfortably 3-0. And Manchester United beat Brighton in a penalty shootout in a game. I think uh, Brighton were the better team in, but it's not what I think that matters. It's what John Giles and Liam Brady, who join us, really think. Liam, just let me go back to Friday night and Southampton at the Emirates going two up. And in the end, Arsenal had to sort of scramble a draw. I mean, Southampton are dead and buried. They look sure to go down, even with the point they gained on Friday night. It must have been very disappointing for Arsenal, for Arteta, and indeed for you, that you couldn't get those three points on the board.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was. I was there... uh shot ourselves in the foot, really, you know, at the very outset of the game. I think I spoke to you about Ramsdale a couple yes. of weeks ago when he yeah. played so well against Liverpool. Yeah. That I'm still not I'm still not convinced that he's a great goalkeeper, you know. Yeah. Uh, he's one of those goalkeepers that always wants to uh, get in the game, you know. He's Don't not you, happy yeah. just to have a quiet match, yes. you know. He yeah. always wants to be involved and like the mistake he made uh for the first goal was absolutely ridiculous. He 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 he, he had a ball out to Gabrielle on the left hand side, uh if he wanted to, you know, play out from the back. That was the ball, but he wanted to show everybody oh, I can just thread it through two Southampton players into my midfield player. Yeah. A ridiculous decision, you know. Yeah. And and, and that got us off to, that got Arsenal off to a terrible start. And then Gabriel made a mistake. He let Walcott in behind him within another few minutes and they're 2 0 down. And Yeah. Uh, you know, in, in many respects, they did well to, to fight back and get themselves a draw, but you can't keep giving goals away like that, Eamon. You know?
0: No, no. Um, John, I don't know if you saw that game, but two points dropped for Arsenal at this stage with Manchester City to come on Wednesday. Is bad news. They're five points ahead this morning of Manchester City, who have two games in hand, and of course, who Arsenal have to go and play at the Etihad on Wednesday. So that was an expensive mistake.
3: Yeah, well, they've, they've had a few, Eamon, in the early parts of the games. You know, they, they, we, we all gave them great credit for particularly at Villa when they came back yeah. from Gold's and then the, the, another one, at, 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 when well, they've done two or three, at least, coming back, which we've given them credit for. But the, the point is, they shouldn't have to be coming back like that. If they're going no. to win the league game and they, they can't afford to be giving goals away, and as Liam says, you know, silly goals, you just can't do it. And you're chasing the game and they're doing well to come back, even on the weekend, they did well to come back yep. to get a draw but you're still dropping two points. Yeah. And at the stage now where City are coming coming good, you know, they're not dropping... Yeah. There's a lot to, it's like they had... I don't know many points that were in front there a short while ago, and they've, they've dropped... them. I think they've dropped six points in the last few matches. Uh, so as Liam says, you can, especially the goalkeeper, I mean, you can't be making mistakes like that.
0: No. And no Southampton, just for to put some context on that result, the rock bottom of the Premier League table, 24 points... They yeah. appear to have no chance of getting out of it. Have no games in hand, and it's a dogfight down there anyway. But let's move yeah. on to the Cup semi-finals. Uh, John, I know you saw the Manchester City-Sheffield United assassination. They were ruthless. They were able to rest a number of their top players. The subs bench ha- had Diaz, Stones, Rodri, De Bruyne, and Edison Sitting on it, but the depth of their squads is so formidable. They still were comfortable against a, a decent Championship team, Sheffield United. They're in contention to go up.
3: Yeah, they 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 made a very very professional job of it. City, and yeah, you know, Sheffield United did their best, uh, but the, the City were very patient. You know, that early on they hadn't scored for a while, kept their patience, and then uh, Maris came in as we know scored a hat trick in the end. Uh, but very very professional performance, I mean, and that was coming off uh, the Bayern Munich match as well. Yeah, where they, where they were very good as well. So there were two different matches, obviously two different games, but they really really did their stuff in a very very professional way, and uh, they just didn't give uh, Sheffield United
2: a chance. No, for a shock, for a shock match.
0: Yeah, you know, I mean. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Shock results, you know. Yeah,
0: Liam, did you see that match?
2: I just saw the highlights, Simon. Uh, yeah, it was a, a stroll in the park once they took the lead, wasn't it?
0: You yes, know? yeah, yeah.
2: And uh, uh, it just shows you the strength they have in depth with is There's a play, you know, every week and he, he, he puts him in and he scores a hat trick, you know, a very yes. good hat trick it was as well, you know.
0: Yeah, and that's uh, one of their real strengths, Liam, isn't it? There's so many players they have who can actually be off, uh, on the bench for a while. Mares is a good example. De Bruyne, Grealish, uh, Bernardo Silva, Bernardo Silva, who's on the bench, (laughs) more than I'd have him on the bench, comes on, and gets a couple of goals, and Gundogan, uh, who is the the team captain, but doesn't always play, is another one. Goals is what they have, and now, apparently, a a real defence, which is something Guardiola's teams have never really had.
2: Yeah, Kanji's been a good signing, Yeah, you know, uh, he wasn't playing at the weekend either. He'd probably start against Arsenal. So, Yeah, they have like brilliant squad of players, haven't they? They've got strength yeah. and depth in every position. Yeah. And to go back to Arsenal just for a second, and get a couple of injuries, and the players that have come in, like holding for Saliba, not being really good enough. Uh, Vieira played the other night because Jaco was out. He yep. looked very, very ordinary. Whereas City, complete contrast they have two really strong players for every position. You know, they've yes. got 22, 23 really world-class players. Yeah, And that's that's probably going to win them the league in the end.
0: Yeah, it'll win them everything, I, I'm beginning to think. Uh, John, just a, a point about City and the depth they have in their squad and the, the fact that, you know, on for a cup semi-final, okay, against the championship side but they can leave out so many frontline players and not worry about it it gives them great comfort doesn't it
3: oh yeah well if you're going to do or if they're going to do what they're trying to do I mean which is to win the treble uh you, ha- you have to have that squad yeah you know you just you just do i mean uh, like Arsenal are up there Arsenal don't have a squad that big to, to, to rest that many players uh, neither do any of the other teams um, so um, yeah it's coming near the end of the season and, and they, they've done it before where they, they really march on so it could well be that this season as well
0: Let me just ask both of you a question about Pep Guardiola that only dawned on me recently because I haven't been a big fan of his You've told me a long time ago when Nate Hanaki played for Bournemouth. Yeah. I think he went there on loan from Chelsea and eventually, or from somewhere. But you said to me, this guy's a top-class player. And I kind of noted that. Next thing, uh, Pep goes and buys him, uh, takes him to City, doesn't play him very often in the first year 18 months. Now he's in the team more or less every week at left back, and he's a hell of a player.
3: He's a good player. He's I mean, a very versatile player. I mean. yep. You know, left back, I mean, centre back is his, is his real position. Yeah. Uh, and I think when you're in the position that, that, that Pep is in, I mean, like he's got a lot of good players anyway. Yeah. So he can take his time and he has the money to do it. Yeah. You know, he can have a good look and get the players he really wants. And I think also, I mean, he's in charge of the situation. Yes. It's not like Chelsea where we had Potter and the, the, this the business guy was buying players left, right, and center.
0: Ted Booley, was, a name that yeah. will go down in history, history for, for yeah. wasting 600 million. <laughs> you see,
3: David, yeah, did you see last week he went into the dressing room? I
0: did. He gave them a bollock and he said he was embarrassed. I gave him a
3: telling off. Yeah. Without Frank, without Frank Lampard's permission. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a mess, Eamon. Yeah. Now Pep doesn't have to put up with any of that nonsense. Yep. No nonsense whatsoever. I think he's in a very lucky position that he's in charge of what, what players he wants in and what players he wants out. And I think there's a lot of managers in England don't have that power, especially Chelsea.
0: Yep. Let, uh, let's move on, uh, Liam, to the other... Cup semi-final because it was significant. Manchester United were terrible in in Seville against a very poor Sevilla, Sevilla side who they led 2-0 at Old Trafford, let Seville back in the game with two late on goals and Seville killed them and they are not a good team. United, I thought, against Brighton were outplayed for long periods of the game. The confidence the technical ability of Brighton was most impressive, Liam.
2: Yeah, they're a very good side. We've been on about them for the last couple yep. of months, I mean, you know, yep. they're up to, uh, in, the Euro, in, in the positions to qualify for Europe. They yep. still got an outside chance of getting in the top four if they yes. were to put a winning run together. You know, They have a few games in hand. They have got, three
0: games in hand uh, of some of yeah. those teams in front of them, up. Yep.
2: They've got a midfield that probably Man United would envy, you know, they've got this lad Casado that Arsenal yes. would to buy uh, in the in the in the winter window but they couldn't get him. I think they offered up to seventy five million for him and they couldn't get him. Um he's a he's a very good player alongside the Argentinian McAllister. Yes. He's a is a fabulous player as well. And these players have been recruited uh, you know, for very little money compared to some of the prices. We, we just mentioned Chelsea there, how much money they've spent. The lad up front, Matoma, uh, Japanese player, yes. he's very, very good. And, and, uh, they were missing Ferguson yesterday, which I thought was a big miss. So I think he's, he's probably uh, a first choice now in front of Danny Welbeck, but Ferguson was injured and Danny Welbeck had to play yesterday. So, I thought Brighton were the better team. Yeah. they had more chances. David De Gea, I think, he had one very uh, one of his very good games. He he made a lot of good saves. Um, and Manchester United, I thought themselves they stumbled over the line. I have to say, the penalties, apart from the uh, the one that March took, was were, were were very very good. weren't they? They were all really good penalties. They the were, goalkeeper yeah. had no chance. So United are there and. Uh, Look uh, on on the outside you look at it and you say well they're having a very good season, they won the League Cup, they look like they're going to qualify for the Champions League by finishing in the top four and they're now yeah. in the FA Cup final but if you look at the squad of players and compare them to Man City yeah. I think they're still miles behind that, yeah. that kind of standard
0: Yeah John you pointed out to me earlier this morning when we were talking about that match that the the keepers didn't make one save. The, penalty, no. the quality of the penalties was superb uh, until poor old Solly Marsh, I think it was, ballooned one yeah. over the bar, and I felt desperately sorry for him. But the quality of the penalties now is amazing.
3: Yeah, excellent, Damien. I mean, the goalkeepers had no chance in them. No. You know, none, none of the goals saved, saved the penalty. So the, the goalkeepers couldn't be even... De Gea couldn't be the hero. No. Damien. I mean, because no. the, the last lad at Sully Marsh, as you said, he you know he whacked it you know twenty yards over the bar, so he didn't even have to make a save, or, or he didn't make a save. Hey, I have having, having a nightmare uh, in in Seville. Him and yes. him and a um, um, half nightmares. I mean, and because uh, it's it's I mean, Ten Hag said afterwards we showed our character. You know, yeah. I mean, four or five days before that they didn't show much character.
0: No, they didn't. It. But I
3: I thought for long spells in the game. I thought Brighton were the better team. Yep. And they had one great chance in the first half. Yes. that probably could have decide, but they didn't They didn't finish it off. So, you know, United came back into it then. Yeah. But I thought there was an awful lot, I and mean, I just come into the game, and I'm just going off the, off the way a bit, that that's, Going down injured, him.
0: Mean. Oh, it's desperate. Yeah. I, know. I mean, it
3: was unbelievable. I mean, Fernandez, Fernandez was is a at, disgrace. Fernandez had the best of it. I mean, he must have gone down about three or four times. Yeah. Holding his face one time and he wasn't the only one. They were going down and rolling around and you things. think, it's just gone, it's gone ridiculous. Yeah. But anyway, get back to the match. You know, it's a big win, big win for United as we know, but, um, weren weren't convincing in, 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 in a way that uh, you would expect them to be getting into the cup final. But but they are there.
0: Do you think Manchester City will beat them, John?
3: <laughs> well, I wouldn't be back at Man U against Man City. But, I mean, you, as you know, in the cup cup particularly, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. They are in the final, so that's, uh, you know, okay. that is a
2: start for them. It is.
0: Liam, I think I know what's going to happen in the final. Do you?
2: Well, look, there's there's a gulf in class between the two teams. There's yes. no doubt about that. But you know, on, on the on the day Okay, uh, yeah. Like like Southampton got a draw against Arsenal, you wouldn't give them a chance. I no. mean you no know? so things can happen in this in the, this game of football, probably more so than any other sport, and I think that's what makes football the best game in the world. Yes. You just don't know. You just don't know.
0: On Wednesday, the most important match of the season will take place Earlier, I spoke to Liam Brady about it. This segment of The Stand is sponsored by NOW. On Wednesday, Manchester City play Arsenal at the Etihad. It is the game of the season, no question about it. It will almost certainly decide who wins the Premier League. And you have a great opportunity to stream this game with a NOW Sports Extra membership. Don't miss the biggest match of the season. You can stream it on NOW and to discuss... What we might see on Wednesday, I'm joined by an Arsenal legend, Liam Brady, both as a player and as someone who was head of youth development there for a long time when they were producing so many good young players as they have done under Mikel Arteta. Liam, there's no question this is the biggest match of the season for Arsenal. Can you remember the last time they had a game as
2: big as this? Oh, well, you'd have to probably go back to Arsenal. Wenger's time in charge, Eamon, I guess, you know. when they were constantly kind of pushing for uh, major honours. It was a big game in Paris when they lost to Barcelona in the Champions League final. That was obviously a momentous game. Yes. I remember them beating Leicester City at the Emirates when Leicester City and Arsenal were going head-to-head for the Premiership. Leicester got there in the end, deservedly so. Arsenal fell away, but that was a huge game. But But nothing like this, Eamon. Yeah. You know, I don't I I think you have to go back to the time of uh Wenger and Fergie at Manchester United to to replicate this kind of game.
0: Does that indicate that Mikel Arteta has done a good job, Liam? How long has he been there now at Arsenal?
2: He's been there about two and a half years I think came and he yeah. got the job when Emre was sacked Emre, uh, yeah. and that, that yeah that was like probably around if my memory serves me right halfway through the season and he turned things around pretty much immediately they won the FA Cup at Wembley yes uh, and he got his first trophy you know that had allude plenty of other managers in, in other premiership clubs so he got off to a flying start and then things didn't quite continue the way he wanted and the club did hope. But this season, I think with the arrival of so uh, so many good youngsters and also the signings have been much better at the start of this season. Yes. The players brought in have enhanced the team that was there. You know, Zinchenko and Jesus from Manchester City obviously yes. uh, have lifted the level. Saliba, the centre back that was out on loan, he came in and has been very, very good all season. Very consistent all season. They've missed him recently. He's missed the last couple of games, and I and I think he's been a big miss. So uh, Arteta's turned things round brilliantly this season, and they've just gone from strength to strength. I think the start they got gave them the confidence to, uh, you know, to go against teams home and away. I think they've got one of the best away records in the league, scoring goals, everybody making contributions. Odegaard, who I had my doubts about, has been very good this year. And they've scored goals from midfield and from defenders coming up for corner kicks and free kicks. And the forward line of Saka, Martinelli and Jesus have delivered goals as well. So... It really has been a fantastic season for Arsenal so far.
0: Yeah, and they have a a really outstanding player, in my view, Kieran Tierney, who they signed from Celtic. I think he's a brilliant player, but he can't get inside at the moment. But let me look at the City team name and the feature of it, of course, is Erling Haaland's prolific goal scoring. But the other thing that strikes me when I look at their team is the number of players who are potential match winners by goal-scoring. Haaland, of course. Bernardo Silva scored two on Saturday. Mares scores important goals. De Bruyne can, we know, score goals. Gunnigan, from midfield, is also a big-game goal-scorer. And Jack Grealish has weighed in in recent weeks with two or three goals, important goals, but also with really outstanding performances. He's a player who has improved for Guardiola's coaching.
2: Yeah, the last two months, City have been unstoppable, Eamon. Yes. You Yes, know, they've they beat every everything in front of them. You know, uh, I think early on in the season, maybe a little bit of complacency, maybe players out of form, they, they, they slipped up a few times. Uh, yeah, and, uh, uh, you'd put that down to maybe uh, a lack of concentration, a little bit of complacency, uh, but they've seemed to have got their act together over the last two months, and they started this chase. Uh, on Arsenal in the league, and obviously the, the holy grail for Manchester City and for Guardiola at the club is the Champions League. They look in, in a pretty good position to have a real go at that. And the treble is on for them, moment. The treble is on yes. that Alex Ferguson got all those years ago.
1: It's yes. definitely
2: on for Manchester City. I'm sure the Manchester United fans have that in the back of their minds. They're fearing that <laughs> with trepidation. But Arsenal, yeah. you know, they go to the, they go to City. They have a points advantage going into this game, and if they if they manage to come away not losing, it would be a great result for Arsenal. But they're up against a Manchester City team who are flying at the moment, and as you say, they've got goals from everywhere, and with Haaland up front, they've got a phenomenal striker.
0: Yes, and as you said yourself, Liam, they have their eye, of course, on the Champions League and that very elusive treble, Let me ask you about the hope you have. What do you feel when you're optimistic? <laughs> what do you look at, and what do you look at when you're pessimistic,
2: in terms of this, which is undoubtedly the match of the season? Well, I think you've mentioned, all, you know, the, the talented, the, the, the talent that's available to Man City. You know, even when Haaland is being out, it uh, hasn't stopped them in recent months. You nope. know, uh, they have goals everywhere, as you said, Jack Grealish having a great season in the last three months, turned things round. I think there was a question mark on whether he was worth all that money, whether he brought really what Guardiola expected him to bring to the team. But he's delivering now. He's 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 been skinning full-backs week in, week out, uh, making goals, scoring a few as well. So he's a big player. De Bruyne on his day is probably the most creative player that's, that's around in the Premier League some of the assists he's given Haaland on crosses and things like that have been yes. have been sublime. Defensively looking good, top goalkeeper, you know, it's 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 quite a frightening prospect when when you go through it. But football is football aim and Arsenal have showed that they can play with confidence and they can give teams difficulty. Against Manchester City actually at the Emirates I was at the match and in the first half Arsenal were the better side, but they didn't take their chances, and City yes. turned it round in the second half. Now you've got to be prepared. If you're going to beat Manchester City on the night, you've got to do absolutely everything perfectly. You know, they've got to be watching all those dangerous players we talked about. They mustn't lose their concentration. They mustn't do anything silly. And they have the players like Saka, like Jesus, like Martinelli. To hit manchester city and 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 maybe maybe get a goal or uh you know it's a one off it's a game of football aim eh, against the two best teams in the Premiership this season, and you know I'm as an arsenal man obviously hoping that they can get something from the match.
0: Okay, it's obviously going to be a great night. It is the game of the season. And you can stream this game live with a Now Sports Extra membership. Wednesday night, 8 o'clock kickoff. And let's hope for Liam's sake, at least, that Arsenal get a result. But for sure, it is going to decide the Premier League this season. And it certainly won't be a dull game. We'll be back after the break. was Newcastle and Spurs. The game was played at Newcastle. We know that Spurs don't like the north of England uh, very much. They were 5-0 down after 21 minutes, and they lost 6-1. Eddie Howe's a real good coach at Newcastle, and he hasn't spent fortunes on players. Tottenham, one goal, again Harry Kane scored it. He'll have to leave that club. It is a real mess now, isn't it?
2: It is, yeah. It's good. it's become uh, a bit of a laughing stock, Eamon. Yes. Um that that was a that was a real big match yesterday. It was the Champions League was on it, wasn't it? Finishing fourth position. Yeah. Uh, and Newcastle absolutely annihilated them and Sports just capitulated, you know, the mistakes yeah. they were making at the back, the, the 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 space that the Newcastle attack had, uh, uh Isaac and Linton there was hardly any pressure on them when they were putting the ball away, you know. So uh, I think Spurs players have kind of jacked it in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Since yeah. uh, since all the trouble with the manager and so forth, they've, they've kind of jacked it in uh, for the last couple of months. And, uh, um, you know, most of the Tottenham fans had left by half time yesterday, and you couldn't blame them, could you?
0: No, you couldn't. And Newcastle's a long way to travel to. John, that match really... It was a humiliation for Spurs. And it's hard to look at a player like Harry Kane and Song as well, the two of them, and how hard they work week in, week out. Kane scored a goal again yesterday, but he really does need to get out of that club because it it's a dump.
3: Well, they lost, they made, uh, the manager left, Damon Yeah, you know, and he they gave the job to,
0: to his assistant.
3: He gave the job to his assistant. To, that's no chance of work no, you have to go back to Daniel Levy. Oh
0: yes, yeah. <laughs> you know, I and mean, he's made a
3: mess with. He's made a mess it for years, getting managers in, sacking managers, doing all the things that he's done. He's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, and, and the fans know that. I mean, Spurs are a big, big, big club as we know, one of the major clubs in in in, in the world. Yes, and you have all this nonsense going on. They've been without a manager for the last what six, seven, eight matches.
0: Yeah,
3: and I mean, if if if, if you were playing, if the the sports team were playing well and win, winning matches. We can't take on, I mean.
0: Yeah.
3: There'd be no need for a manager.
0: No, no. <laughs> Anywhere.
3: You know, like it, it just, that's why you have managers. That's why you have great managers doing their jobs. Yeah. right. And they haven't got a manager. You don't know who they want. He, he's going to make some some decision along the way. And he's been doing it for years, I Amy. Mean. Yeah, you know Spurs have been a, a laughing stock for years in in relation to what they, they're capable of doing.
0: Yeah, well, there it's ridiculous. There's a phrase. I'm not sure if Roy Keane invented it, but somebody invented. You might know the name Spursy. Uh, it's meant to convey the idea that someone is unreliable, soft,
2: soft, uh, soft centre. Yeah, Soft center. Yeah, it's, be, yep. it's become. I don't know who coined it, but uh, it is. It is out there, Eminem. Uh, and there is a bit, there is an element of that, isn't it? I think with Conte, he near, he very nearly turned it round, but he yeah. didn't get the backing that he needed. Uh, you know, Daniel Levy, Daniel Levy, I suppose, spent a lot of money on the stadium, uh, a bit like Arsenal going back yes. when they moved from Highbury to the Emirates. You, you, Your kind of transfer targets uh, uh, diminish a bit. you you, you have to. You have to pay back the, the 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 money you owe on building the stadium, and uh, I think that's gone in the way of the last two or three sports managers. You know. Yeah,
0: John. Let me just ask you uh, finally uh, about Fulham and Leeds. The Saturday lunchtime match. I think Fulham are well coached. I think they're a good team, and Leeds almost got something, but not quite. And they're down. Ah. They're down among the dead men. But they. but well, that's very hard to call. It's it's very tight at the bottom.
3: A big big trouble, I mean A couple of weeks ago, I, I thought they would get out of it, but in the last the last three matches they've played, they've been, they've been dreadful. Yeah, i really dreadful. I mean, at home they 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 conceded. I think it was eleven goals and scored in two. Uh, you know, he's brought other players into the team now, like Cooper at the back, who is is not good enough. Uh, he got he's under real really severe pressure, I mean from the fans, I believe him. I think he was in big trouble on Saturday. I think yes. if they got hold of him, they'd, they'd hang him up. Yeah. You know, because yeah. he hasn't played a, the left winger, and he's left a couple of other players out. And as, <clears throat> as happens with the fans, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. You know, they lost again. I thought Fulham beat them well. They got a goal. They went two up. They got a goal back, Leeds did, but they never looked like doing it. I mean, they're in big, 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 big trouble now. Big trouble.
0: Yeah, they are. It's it's very tight down there. Southampton are the only ones you'd say have very little chance. But uh, I'd just like to ask both of you, one in a one word answer: Manchester City or Arsenal on Wednesday, John?
3: Oh, it's, it's tough to fancy City, I mean You know, yep. it, 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 it won't be a war. I mean, Arsenal are a very, very good team as we know. They've made a few mistakes. <laughs> they don't have the experience that uh, that City have. Like on paper, now you'd have to fancy City,
0: right? Dead then, Liam, I'm sure you don't agree with that. You'd give Arsenal a chance, would you?
2: Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm, hope- I'm hoping rather than you know yeah. believing. To be quite honest, yeah, I can't give you a one-word answer. I'm looking for a real great performance from Arsenal, particularly up front. I think if the if the front players play really, really well, they can give City problems and. That's what I'm, I'm I'm crossing my fingers for.
0: Okay, John Giles and Liam Brady, thank you all very much for joining us. It's always good on a Monday morning to have your sanity restored by two of the best judges in the game. Thanks to John and Liam. Thanks to all of you for listening. That's all. We've got time for now. We'll talk to you soon.